Welcome to the Purposeful Parenting Podcast. I'm Harriet Rowe, wife and mother of four adult children, three girls and one boy, all graduates of the United States Military Academy at West Point. Grab a cup of tea or coffee, get cozy, and take in your weekly dose of Purposeful Parenting. Here we go. Today, we're going to take a look at trust. Parents, I'm sure there have been times when you have been in a situation where you've wondered if your child was telling you the truth, or you wonder if your child was doing something that you didn't want him or her to be doing. And you find yourself thinking, do I trust my child? Do I trust what he or she is doing when I'm not around? Do I trust that he or she is going to tell me the truth? Well, trust is a two-way street. And believe it or not, it has to be earned. Now, here's what I mean by that. First of all, trust is the foundation is foundational to human relationships. And the baby begins to start trusting you as she has her needs met when she cries. Now, you have to remember that the baby's only way of communicating is through crying. So if he's wet, he's going to cry. If he needs to be cuddled, he's going to cry. And that reminds me of some people saying, oh, if you keep picking up that child after you have changed him and you've burped him and he's still crying, then you're going to spoil them. Well, I beg to differ with that. Because think about it, we as humans feel out of sorts when we're lonely, right? And we can verbalize or we can pick up the phone and we can call and say, hey, to a friend or a spouse or somebody and say, hey, I need to get together with you. I'm not feeling, I'm feeling sort of lonely. Can we get together and go out? But a baby can't do that. So remember, if you have checked that baby and everything's okay, and he cries, go to the baby and pick the baby up because he just might want to be cuddled. Remember that, especially when a lot of people will say, see, I told you you're spoiling the child because as soon as you picked him up, he stopped crying. Well, yeah, he stopped crying. You know why? Because you were meeting his need. He needed to feel that comfort. He needed to be cuddled. So remember, you can never, ever spoil a child by giving them too much love. Now, trust building starts and continues as the child grows. By keeping promises, being honest, respecting him, listening to him, And being consistent with your parenting is going to establish trust. And establishing trust and confidence is how you can build a meaningful relationship with your child and cope when parenting gets tough. Brian Tracy says, a healthy relationship must ultimately be based on trust. To build trust, you always keep your word. You remain consistent and dependable in everything you say and do. 
you become the kind of team player who is utterly reliable in every situation. You never do or say anything that can shake this foundation of trust upon which a healthy relationship is built. Again, that is a quote from Brian Tracy. Now, Brene Brown has a an acronym that she calls BRAVING. And this acronym emphasizes the qualities that contribute to building and sustaining trust. I'm sure a number of you have probably read some of her books that are absolutely wonderful. And this BRAVING will help you remember some of the things to consider in building trust with your child, or anyone for that matter. And I say with your child or anyone for that matter, because if you think about it, the things that you do to build to build trust with an adult is the same thing that you would do to build trust with your child. The first word letter in braving is B. B stands for boundaries. Now ask yourself here, Can your child trust you to be clear about the rules and regulations that you have established in the household? Is there any chance that she doesn't understand it? Have you made those clear? Can she trust you to give her room to say no when it's called for? And when I say that, I mean a respectful no. There's a way to say that a child can say no that is just being respectful. Can she trust you when she says a respectful no? The R stands for reliability. Will you do what you say you're going to do? Do you keep your promises? Will your actions match your words? And can she trust you to be consistent? Think back at when someone has broken a promise to you. How do you feel, even as an adult, when someone tells you they're going to do something or when somebody is inconsistent with something that they say? Think about how that makes you feel as an adult and just imagine what your child must feel when you, the parent, are not being consistent or when you, the parent, doesn't keep a uh, the promises that you make. The A is for accountability. Can she trust that when you make a mistake, you'll own up to it and you'll apologize and make amends? I know there are some parents that find it very difficult to apologize to their child. Well, I will tell you that you need to get used to it and and start doing that because it makes a big difference and it's setting the stage for that child in in becoming a trustworthy person. Will you allow her to hold herself accountable for the mistakes she makes and allow her to have the opportunity to apologize? If she does something wrong and she comes to you and wants to apologize, make sure you listen, make sure she knows that you have her undivided attention and that you're not just throwing your hands up and saying something like, well, you always do that. That's not the thing you want to do. V stands for vault. Now think in terms of a vault. You put things in there to keep it safe, right? 
Well, that's what this is all about. Will you keep her confidences that she gives you? Sometimes there are things that your child may tell you, or even something that she does that might be embarrassing. And it really is kind of cute, but for her, it's embarrassing. The thing for you to do is not repeat it, not to go around saying something just because you think it was cute. Keep her confidence, lock it up in that vault, so to speak, so that she knows once again that she can trust you. The I is for integrity. Can she trust you to model what integrity looks like? Will you let her see you choosing what we say is the harder right over the easier wrong? Will you practice your values rather than just verbalizing them? Will you not use the word, do as I say, or the words, do as I say, not as I do? The N is for non-judgment. Will you allow her to cry without judging her? Will you allow her to struggle and make decisions without judging her? If she makes the wrong decision, will you judge her or will you take the time to sit with her and look at the decision that she made and what she could have done without judging her, but letting her critique her action, so to speak? Will you allow her to see that you reach out for people when you need help? And that when other people need your help, that you don't judge them either. And will you show her respect and listen and show genuine interest when she is talking to you? The G, or the last one, is generosity. Will you assume that her intentions are good? And when you're not sure Just make sure you talk to her about it. Will you make the best assumptions about her instead of assuming the worst? Now, the Bible tells us that we are to train up a child in the way he should go. And even when he is old, he will not depart from it. This includes teaching your child about trusting God. It's one thing for her to trust you, and she should, after you've gained her trust, she will learn to trust you. And as she's modeling, she is also becoming a trustworthy individual. But you also need to teach her Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. And this says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lead not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your paths. Teach your child that when all else fails, it's better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in man. So you see, trust is foundational to human relationships, and it's vital to establishing the confidence and the assurance that your child needs so that she knows that she can rely on you. 
And the key to building trust with your child is to start when she is young and to emphasize the qualities that contribute to not only building trust, but also sustaining it. And as your child learns to trust you, she will find it easy and even necessary to trust the one who loves her more than even you do. And that's our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Today, we looked at trust, and we have seen how it is a two-way street. Your child learns to trust you by the actions and your words, and you trust your child. And in everything your child learns, you're the role model. Remember that. You are modeling what you want your child to learn. Next week, we're going to take a look at what mistrust looks like and knowing and understanding that you cannot trust everybody. And I'm sure you as a parent know and realize that in today's world, it's very, very important that you teach your child how to discern. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Purposeful Parenting. For more tips on parenting, or if you would like to reach out, please visit me on HarrietRowe.com and follow me on Facebook, Harriet Rowe. That's Harriet with two T's. I look forward to grabbing a cup of tea or coffee with you next week. Feel free to invite a friend. Until then... This is Harriet Rowe reminding you to parent on purpose.